0: Welcome to Life and DNA with Amanda Renee. I'm so glad you joined me today. Let's get started. So, today, I know I told everyone last week, and I wasn't thinking when I recorded that, (laughs) of what Thursday is. So that's why I'm posting on Tuesday this week, and there won't be one Thursday for Thanksgiving, because... Um, Everyone will be much too busy to be listening to my little podcast (laughs) or anyone's podcast, probably. And so, yeah, I will post it uh, tomorrow. I'm recording Monday, so I'll post it on Tuesday and next week. um, And then all through December, it'll just be Thursday. But yeah, I wasn't thinking about that when I said that last week. Um, So today, I just wanted to talk about a few different things. Uh, Thanksgiving, like I said, is this week. And I've been trying to focus on being more thankful. I think that in me trying to let go of the anger and bitterness i had been struggling with for the past two or three years, um, being thankful and actually stopping to be grateful, for everything that God's given me has really helped all of that um, to leave. you know that and um, the therapy of getting to talk on this podcast <laughs> that's been nice. Um, so yeah, thankful trying to be thankful and trying to um, forgive and someone reminded me not long ago, we forgive others not necessarily for them. We forgive others for us. Because if we hold on to bitterness and resentment, then all that does is hurt us. It makes us a miserable person to be around. And it makes us uh, miserable in ourselves and in our thoughts. And also, it can make you sick. You know, uh, the Bible says that. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And if you're thinking bitter, angry thoughts all the time, you are going to be a bitter, angry person all the time. And that's not the mother I want to be. That's not the wife I want to be. That's not, you know, the preschool, uh, Sunday school teacher that I want to be. That's not the sister I want to be. So I'm trying to focus on the good things and let go of the bad. Um... And I got to kind of have a little chance to put that in practice uh, last night. Um, We had church yesterday morning, and I got to come home and have a little bit of a nap. And then um, we had a a Christian concert that several of the local churches, including um, our church, was putting on in our small town. And... Uh, there actually was a lot of people there I was really impressed with um, our town and our churches I think they said there were 11 churches represented and if you've ever gone to church or worked in a church you know that um, what a miracle that is especially for a small town where some churches will feel competitive with others um Ours isn't like that. Um, We saw that when we merged uh, with another church of the same um, denomination. And we merged into one church in two locations. And we all travel back and forth and teach and preach at both locations. And that's gone really wonderfully. (laughs) And even the the director for our state had said that, you know, I've seen... Churches split, but I've never seen them merge. And so, um, our pastor and our youth pastor and our kids pastor, they're all working really hard with several other pastors in the community to just bring them all together. You know, not everyone is going to be everyone else's cup of tea. Like, there's people that watch this podcast and are like, eh, don't really care for her, and that's fine. And then there are others that you might like me, and I appreciate you. <laughs> so the same with church. You know, uh, one preacher might not preach in the style you like, or the praise and worship. And honestly, the praise and worship is sometimes more in people's opinions. They'll they'll go to a church with praise and worship that they like, and maybe a preacher they're kind of so so about <laughs> because they like the praise and worship. It's crazy, but. That's kind of how it is. And so it was really nice to see everyone come together. And the see the opening act was... Oh, what was his name? I'll have to look that up because I don't want to get it wrong. Um, and he was really good. Cliff Preston. And he was really good. And, uh, my son was so cute. It was my son's first concert. He's nine. And he saw the guy sitting over, because we have a pretty small town, and even though there were a lot of people people there, it was pretty intimate, and there was just a little, kind of, pavilion set up, and he was sitting over there. And my son noticed him and asked if I had a pen, and he wanted him to sign his hat, and the guy... Took him and was like, "Come on!" He was gonna try and find a sharpie and took him around back to where the booths were and stuff, and and uh, signed his hat for him. And then uh, the next artist was Stars Go Dim, and I knew I'd heard that name, but I couldn't tell you what he sang. He, it used to be a band, now it's down to um, one guy. And oh my gosh, this guy can sing. He was awesome, like he has kind of a higher pitched voice, and since I hadn't Googled his music before we got there, I wasn't kind of prepared for it. And he got up to sing, and he belted out the first notes. Um, I think it's the song "You Are Loved" by Stars Go Dim, and he belted out the first part, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> like at first, it took me back because his voice was so high pitched, but he was amazing amazing and um and he put on a good show and so my daughter went and got his autograph and a picture with him and then my son got a picture with uh with Cliff Preston also <coughs> maybe I'll post those on my Instagram cuz they were so cute they were so excited um I got them each a t-shirt there too. So that was fun. Um, just cause I know when my husband and I go to concerts, that's our big thing is to get a t-shirt from, you know, our favorite band that played that night or when we don't have a t-shirt for. So that was fun. And then the final act was, um, consumed by fire and they were really good too. It was three brothers. They've had a couple musicians with them, but, um, it was three brothers and they were really good. And my daughter, got a picture with uh, one of the brothers so that was fun Um, but during the concert I don't know just a lot of the preaching in between and then the guys from the bands um, talking and you know uh, we sang some at the end they sang some old uh, 90s like praise and worship song and if you went to church in the 90s you will know what I'm talking about and it took me back. One song made me cry. And I didn't even know why it was making me cry. I just remember singing it. I think probably during a hard time. Uh, in my teenage years. Early 20s. That was about the time my <coughs> parents were going through divorce and all that. So that's probably <clears throat> probably why. But um, anyway, it was really nice. And it was a nice moment um just with God and I hadn't had a moment like that in a really long time I teach like I've said I teach the preschool in my church so I'm not in church services except for like Christmas and maybe one other time a year (laughs) otherwise I'm teaching I'm not getting the praise and worship and the preaching and so it was really nice I needed it um but My brother was there, the older one. Um, He likes concerts, too. You're welcome. I instilled that in him. Because I used to play music for him all the time when he was little. Um, But we had kind of had a a falling out when all that happened with my mom. Um, He decided to step in and involve himself and um, message me and let me know. It isn't just mom that feels that way, it's them too. they They're all four together in it. And, <clears throat> again, for me, that goes back to, well, he's, you know, one of her flying monkeys. Just trying to protect her, protect the narrative, again, with the family cult dynamic. And, you know, you, you have to protect the narrative and protect the one that's in charge. And, <clears throat> I have a little bit of sympathy there, although it hurt when he, you know, uh, confronted me that way. I and mean, he just messaged me, but it was, I don't know. I'm not big on confrontation anyway. It wasn't, like, horrible, but it was disrespectful, I guess. I'm 19 years older than him. So, it was, and I, you know, practically was his caregiver for the first several years of his life and used to be very close to them until my mom started making everyone distance um, from us girls where it was the four of them and they just distanced from us till now she has, (laughs) she won't act like that's the way she wants it, but it was very clear a few years ago that that's the way she wants it. She wants just the four of them and she only wants to see us when she wants to see us and most of the time she just wants the four of them. And so it felt very disrespectful when he interjected himself. But I'm not one to hold a grudge. I don't I don't like it. I don't like how it makes me feel. I don't like holding on to it. Um, he hasn't been disrespectful to me in person or even in messages since then. Um, he's even like sent me... Uh, Some books that he had heard I wanted to read. And he had two sets of them. He sent me those. And, you know, he came and saw us at at the concert and stuff. I don't, I just don't want to be mad at him anymore. I don't want to hold on to that anymore. And I'm praying my husband can let go of it too. He got really upset. And I understand that, you know. Um, Being protective of your wife. And someone's disrespectful to your wife. And you're not going to like that. I... I get that and, um, made me feel loved at first. Now I'm just like, okay, can we move on from this? Because I'm, I'm just over it. And he has his own reasons to, you know, uh, be mad at my mom and them. But I just don't want to hold anything as my brothers anymore. (laughs) I totally understand where they are because I was in that position of being a flying monkey, you know, my entire life. Because I didn't know what narcissism was. I didn't know. Um, what she was at that time. I didn't know, you know, I didn't really even understand what she was doing. And so I don't want to hold that against them because I know they don't see it either and they don't understand. And even though it sucks and we don't get to be close anymore or anything, but I, I just don't want to be mad anymore. I'm tired of being mad at people and you know I've been forgiven for worse things than being rude to somebody or disrespectful to somebody so I'm ready to forgive and move on and so it was nice to see him and hug him kind of having that in the back of my mind and then that last night just kind of solidified that for me <clears throat> so that was nice um the other thing I want to talk about cause last time I know I talked about Um, my experience going carnivore, my husband is still teasing me about my four whole days of going carnivore. (laughs) Um, I was just desperate, desperate to try something desperate for, I don't know, get something started with trying to be healthier because I don't know, not doing anything isn't doing anything, (laughs) if that makes sense. Um. <clears throat> so I had to get blood work done this past week, and I already got uh, my results the other day, and I haven't gotten to have my appointment and talk to my doctor about them yet. But um, there were a couple of things that were concerning that I'm inter- I'm curious to talk to her about. But my appointment's not till like the first whole week in December. So I've got to wait a few weeks for that. But I'm going to do some research and be asking her uh, about some things. But my TPO antibodies were up, like quite a bit up. And she's already upped my um, thyroid medication like twice this year. So I'm curious to know why my antibodies are going up. And I'm hoping it's not, you know, I wouldn't think for... Days of changing how I eat would mess with that that much. Um, maybe it's just the stress stress in my life. I'm not sure. I don't know what makes your antibodies go up, but they went up. My TSH was up instead of down. She's trying to get it down to a one, and it was like two and a two point five, or no, two point three, something like that. Well, it's up now. It's closer to three, and Then when we checked my iron, um, my binding capacity was really low. So, I'm thinking I got some stuff that I need to either quit taking or start taking or change up. And I'm ready to get that done. Um, I want to talk to her about getting off of the hormone pill. To start having a monthly cycle again, because I'm wondering if that's messing with my iron in a negative way, and um, maybe get on like bioidentical hormones if insurance can cover that. I'm hoping that it will, um, because I've been listening to, like I mentioned last week. Uh, I used to follow the Trim Healthy Mama ladies, and that way of eating, and so I'm looking into doing that again slowly. I'm not going to go, you know, all out. I still have a lot of, uh, their supplies and stuff from the last time that I did it, so I should be able to start on it, no problem. Um, it's just, you have to cut out sugar, which isn't a big deal for me. I don't eat a lot of sugar. It's the hidden sugars you have to watch out for, and that's where I get tripped up. I don't, I hate looking at labels, but I've done this way of eating before and, um, I think it'll be easy to slip back into mostly because I know kind of what to eat and what to stay away from. And yeah, I'm just ready. And then you have to stay off of white flour. (laughs) And that is always, always my trip up. But I do remember from last time Um, If I would let myself have a cheat day, that's when I would start losing weight. If I would eat good and eat on plan, um, you know, six days a week, five days a week, and then have one or two cheat meals on the weekend, then my body would release um, excess weight, which typically at first it's all water weight. But that's how my body seems to do it, at least at first, until I get completely weaned off of the white flour which with Hashimoto's and thyroid problems I need to do anyway so this is the easiest plan for me to follow and so I'm going to try doing that so anyway I was listening to their um podcasts recently so that I can kind of get myself back in that mindset and um I'm always you know when I do my makeup or the dishes or cooking that's when I listen to whoever I listen to So I've been listening to those and they were really talking about their big thing is asking yourself, where's your protein with every meal and typically like any, um, bigger snacks, even you want to eat protein because protein kind of anchors everything. And, but they were saying that, um, we need to make sure we get enough protein especially women and especially um over the age of 35, which I am. So, I need to make sure I'm getting enough protein, and that's always been hard for me. That's one of the reasons I'm kind of thankful that I went ahead and did uh try the carnivore diet just to get myself to eat more meat. Try I tried uh, a few more <laughs> meats and um that's i think that's going to help me because i typically shy away from a lot of meat and i need to quit doing that and when um and maybe i'll take some more notes after listening to them next time and talk about this in more depth but protein and the things the amino acids in protein are so important for women because as you get older and your hormones change then you lose muscle mass. And when you lose muscle mass, that's when your mortality rate just, it's not good. Um, that's why, you know, you see old ladies, they break a hip and they don't last very long. And it's because they didn't have enough muscle to protect themselves and to help themselves heal. And they are saying that and um, making sure your hormones are balanced, like with bioidentical hormones. And so I'm going to be talking to my doctor about that as well as the thyroid medication. Um, So yeah, they have a couple products to help with making sure you get enough amino acids. So um, I might be getting one of those when it's back in stock because apparently it's pretty popular. So they were out of stock. Um, But yeah, so the questions I'm going to ask my doctor are about the hormones if I need to quit taking that one hormone pill and if I can possibly get on the bioidentical ones and um, one of the ladies on uh, THM said that she takes um, a T3 pill on top of her regular MP thyroid and I didn't even know they had that and she says it helps her with energy so I'm gonna ask my doctor about that too Because I definitely, definitely need more energy. (laughs) And that was the other thing they said, to do strength training. So I'm going to try to make sure I start working out. I already had um, some of the resistance bands and stuff. And I have free weights. Um, I'm going to have to start back down where I was when I first started lifting, though, so that I don't hurt myself. And build back up to where I was. Because it's been a few months since I've done actually, you know, done it consistently. And I don't want to hurt myself. Because then that just sets me back more. So I'm going to try to do that. Um, and I still have the workouts that the THM ladies did. So I'm going to try doing that. Because they said it builds your core. And building your core helps um, center you when you're going to lift weights. So that you don't injure yourself or pull something. So I'm going to attempt... To make myself do that until I like it and get used to it and can keep doing it. So I got really good and consistent at working out for a while. Um, It's always just if I get sick or um, too tired, then I can't do it. And then when I don't do it for so long, then it's really hard to get started again. So I really would love to be able to just stick with something for once that would be awesome and so I'm hoping I can keep myself accountable and yeah it would be nice to have an accountability partner but I don't have anybody like that really in my life um I would ask my husband but then I wouldn't take it well if he criticized me about it that would be too personal maybe my kids they're good at that I tend to take that personally too, but not as personally as I would if my husband was telling me to work out. So maybe I need to do that. But um, anyway, so that's where I am as far as the Hashimoto's goes right now. I'm really hoping I can get my medications figured out and my numbers figured out so I can... Get where I need to be, and hopefully changing how I eat is gonna help that. Um, that's what everyone says should help it, so I guess we'll see. I'm hoping that it does. Um, I did not get to work on anything Ancestry this past week. We've been trying really hard to get. uh, I was getting the house clean so we could put the Christmas tree up, and we got our Christmas tree decorated, and. Um, Now all the family's coming in. My husband's sister might be coming and staying with us, hopefully, this weekend. And so I'm going to be so busy cleaning that I did not get to research anything on my family. And I'm hoping to get to do that soon. The kids and I are taking school off all of December. And so I'm hoping that I get to do a little bit of that on top of some much-needed deep cleaning in the house before Christmas gets here so maybe I'll have something to share about that um, coming up soon I hope so and I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving holiday if you celebrate that Um, I'm hoping I will I'll get to go eat some really good food two nights in a row out at my aunt and uncle's house and see all of my sisters on Wednesday there are four of us And we're all going to get to be together Wednesday night. And then I will see two of them on Thanksgiving. Along with um, my aunts and uncles. And um, I don't think they're going to get my grandma out of um, her retirement home. Um, She has dementia. And so it's kind of hard on her if they take her out. Um, So I'm hoping we can all go visit her while everyone's down and maybe get a picture together because I know some of my cousins live a few hours away so they don't get to come and see her very often Um, so it would be nice to get a picture with everybody again but I don't know there's a stupid football game the day after Thanksgiving that's making everyone leave a day early and it's annoying but it's taking everyone away (laughs) too, too early stupid football but priorities I guess but I have a cousin coming up from Texas that um he's the cousin that actually introduced my husband and I it was my husband is my husband's best friend so we are going to get to see him and I'm really excited about that thank you for joining me today on life and DNA with Amanda Renee I'll talk to you guys next Thursday and probably give you a rundown of Thanksgiving and what else is going on in my life. And hopefully any research I've done on Ancestry. I'll talk to you soon. Bye!